Welcome to the Cosmic Business Podcast. I'm Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer, business coach, and CEO of Weave Your Bliss, a company with the goal to help a million spirit-led entrepreneurs build a cosmic business around their genius so that they can earn wildly well and bankroll the change they want to see in the world. A cosmic business is a new paradigm business that believes in collaboration over competition, building a business around your unique genius, aligning to the planets and your intuition, leading with your values, putting your health and the health of the planet first, treating people fairly and building giving into your business model. Sounds fabulous, right? On this show, I will take you behind the scenes of my thriving multi-six-figure business, including strategy on closing more sales, nurturing your community online, plus astrological insights to optimize your business and life. We'll also feature conversations with spirit-led business owners, creatives, and change makers to inspire you. I'm coming to you from our regenerative farm in rural Maine, my happy place, where we are currently creating space to welcome community for retreat and earth reconnection. Let's jump into the conversation. I'm so grateful that you're here. I am going to talk about something that I think will resonate with a lot of you. I am a recovering workaholic. I don't know if there's any meanings for that, but I am genuinely in a stage where I am knowing that I inherited this from my lineage, from my culture, something that I'm hyper aware of. And I've been getting into the details of this and unpacking this for over a decade. I know it is a top priority to shift in my business and that I am actually building a business that centers my health. That's one of my main values. That's the value that I hold for all cosmic businesses everywhere. And so, like I said, I've been doing stuff already, which I want to share with you here so that I can give you some ideas. And there's a lot more I can do. And I'm going to share what I'm planning to do in the next six months too. Before I jump into this episode though, I want to share two things with you. First, I am hosting an astrology and Ayurveda retreat called the Vibrancy Retreat in South India in November for spirit-led business owners who want to release the year, rejuvenate, and go deep with their astrological birth chart and plan with me for a powerful 2024 together. I'm hosting an info session today. It's free. There's a link in the show notes to join me live, or you can go to the main page from the show notes and learn more about it. You can send me a message at paula at weaveyourbliss.com or book a call and we can chat more about it. Also, many of you expressed a desire to join me for the next round of the Cosmic Business Incubator, my intimate program to help you create your thriving burnout-proof business based on your purpose and dialed in for making impact and income. The group in this program right now is truly incredible. We have 11 spots left in the September-October cohort. I decided to open it up early for registration and offer some killer bonuses if you sign up this month, including access to the Heal Your Money Karma course a money karma analysis with me, and early access to the content among other bonuses. So you can check out the link in the show notes to learn more and book a call to see if you are a fit. In that call, I will talk to you about where you are in business and look at your birth chart and give you my honest thoughts on whether I think this program will support you. Okay. So many of you have heard me talk about putting health at the center of your business as one of the cornerstones of building a cosmic business. 
This is a completely new paradigm of doing business that doesn't put profit above people, health, or the planet. In fact, the more I prioritize my health, the more my business thrives because the quality of my work increases and that magnetizes incredible clients to me. And yet this history of workaholism is something I am deconditioning from every single day. Maybe you feel that as well. Let me tell you a little bit about the lineage that I was raised into. So my dad's dad was a truck driver. He grew up during the Great Depression in Oklahoma and was a World War II vet. So he was always on the road hauling stuff around in his truck. Even after he retired, he would still go in almost every single day to my dad's business. My dad is a car dealer and wait for him to ask him to wrecker a car because he drove a wrecker, which is it hooks up old cars that need to be moved around to have like dead engines and, and things like that. So he was doing that into his, I think, early 90s, maybe late 80s. And my dad is still running his business full time at 74 years old. So you can see I have this kind of strong work ethic in my background, but also overwork. Meanwhile, my mother's parents worked hard their whole lives to scratch out a living. My mother's mother died in her mid-50s after working in a factory. I actually didn't know her father that well. He was an alcoholic. So there's this addiction, this quality of addiction in my family line. So I've been shown that work is just what you do if you want to get ahead. I was encouraged to go to college. Both of my parents did not go to college. They really hoped it would be easier for me if I did. But even there, I pushed myself really hard and stressed about every test and assignment. For a decade now, I've been unwinding this legacy by literally quitting everything. That's what I did first to take time completely off because I was burned out and then rebuilding from scratch and experimenting. And I have some tips to share here. So I want to help you burn out proof your business so that you don't have to quit and disappear. I know this is not an option for a lot of people. And there's something you can do if you're already starting to feel that way. And this process is entirely a work in progress for me. So I want to report to you first on experiments that are working, what's not working, what I'm retooling, what I'm planning to do next. So first of all, I want to say that we are all conditioned. If we are brought up in this capitalistic culture... We are all conditioned to overwork and to not put our health first and to be ostracized if we do. So just listening to this podcast is helping you shift that paradigm for yourself. One thing that has been really important for me is to prioritize my practices in the morning. Even if I only have 20 minutes, I will do some movement. I'll do some form of gratitude practice, some chanting or breath work before I turn on my phone or open my laptop. This is a really important practice that sets the tone for my entire day. If you listened to my podcast recently on planning for your cosmic business, you would have heard some of the stop gaps I've put into my day for reducing workaholism. I don't start work before 9am, usually 10am, but I do make exceptions when I work with clients in Europe or in India, for example, and finish at 4pm. I am committed to no computer work on Friday or Saturday, although this has been hard. Over the last few months, I've really overcommitted myself. And I know that this happens from time to time. And so I've worked on not getting mad about it and picking myself up again, dusting myself off, so to speak, and putting a new plan in place. So I have a strategy I'll share in a moment now for how I'm going to stop working Fridays and weekends altogether. It is my hope that I will be able to do that. 
But if you fall back into patterns that remind you of old you workaholic, just know you can retool. You can continue to try. And it may not be that you get through this immediately. It may take time. One way I like to think about this is that the service, it is a service to my clients to honor my boundaries and create space so that I am serving them at the highest capacity. So this means that because of this overcommitting, I've been canceling anything extra and removing things from my plate. I even have not been doing things like Facebook Lives. I didn't plan a webinar or challenge to sell my last offering. I've not been able to take part in certain programs or extras online. And I'm not suggesting this is a great long-term strategy as some of these things do really support a successful business. But it has been my way to prioritize delivery to my clients and give me time to retool and see where I'm overcommitted and pair back. So you may find that you need to do that. And I highly suggest just being strategic about it, knowing that you're making a decision for right now to save your energy and time so that you can reflect. I'm working to sincerely believe that getting that one more thing done on my list does not actually have anything to do with my success. That one more thing phenomenon is a mentality that promotes overwork. And that list never finishes. So I commit each day to do three items on my list. These can be simple or more involved, but they are always doable. And I don't try to push beyond. Furthermore, I like to celebrate that I got those three things done. This is something that a lot of workaholics don't do. It's always on to the next task. And so one big mindset shift is to stop and celebrate when something is going well. Notice what's going well and really focus on that for a moment before you move on to the next task. So if I don't finish my three tasks, I also don't get upset with myself. If things take longer, I adjust my schedule. And this has been really powerful. And I've actually noticed that when I rest and let go of this mentality of doing one more thing, I actually make more money. I know it sounds a bit crazy, but it happens over and over again. And I think of it as the universe leading me to a better way. So I've been thinking and talking a lot about burnout proofing your business because this is what I help my clients do through the strategic use of systems, clarity of marketing, creating irresistible offerings, and then learning how to love sales so that your business flows directly from your purpose and makes you more money with less work. That additional income also lets you plan and even hire help so that you can reduce the need to work so hard. So I want to say that this is specifically some of the things we work on in the Cosmic Business Incubator. I really want people to leave that experience having an offering that's going to help them get a thriving income, a marketing plan for how to create the vortex of interest around that offering so that they then have the income they can use to make more strategic decisions and even higher help. So there is that mindset shift that I talked about earlier. And then there's the actual strategy I use in my business to generate a thriving income. So here are a few more things I'm focusing on in the next 6 months so that I can finally stop working weekends. This is going to sound a little weird, but I'm joining a gym so that I'm moving my body more and have to actually leave my house, meaning taking myself out of the environment where I work. So working from home can actually be hazardous. I know that sounds weird, but if you love your work, you may find yourself in work mode even when you're at home. 
So I'm grateful that I have a room in my house that serves as my office so that I can work in that space. But sometimes, honestly, I work in the kitchen or on the porch. So I literally benefit from leaving the house and taking space for my work. And I'm committing to doing that more in the next six months. So other things I'm doing, I'm going to be taking a pottery course this summer. I'll be tending to the garden. I do some cooking and canning and that pulls me away from my desk, obviously. Taking walks in the woods with my dog. These are all ways that I support myself to move away from my desk and to stop working. These things are creating spaciousness. They're breaking up my tendency to overwork. And so maybe it's worth looking at some of those extracurriculars or like joy activities that you can add into your life as well. I am also going to bring on another team member as an experiment in the next three months who can take on more of the work around social media and admin inside the business. And I believe this will be key because I can give ideas to this person and have them implement them for me, which can save time working outside my zone of genius. I don't know about you, but when I get into Canva and I start making content, I can go down a rabbit hole and it can take away a lot of my time. And so what also reducing workaholism is about reducing overall work and then keeping that space there and understanding that the space is actually filling your cup and giving back to your business in certain ways that are not obvious necessarily. To that end, another thing I'm going to be experimenting with is using ChatGPT in my business to take content I've written in one format and reformat it for other uses to save time. So if you caught my interview a few weeks ago with Abhinav Chetan, he talked about how to use these new technologies in your business and create more content and ideas. This is one thing I love to tell my clients to do is to reuse content. And don't worry about becoming a broken record and repeating yourself because most people need to hear things multiple times to get it. And so actually, it's a service that you're doing for your clients to repeat yourself. You can talk about the same thing in so many ways. And tools like AI may be able to help you ideate and create drafts that you can then polish. So of course, there are other things that I do in my business. Those are three things I'm going to do in the next 6 months. But there's other things that I do generally that I think have been really helpful to reduce the amount of time I'm spending working on content. For example, I like to batch content. So I'll record multiple podcasts at once or I'll make 3 or 4 reels at a time. I also use templates so that I don't have to recreate a visual asset again and again. And by the way, I also outsourced the creation of those templates. As I know, this is not my zone of genius. Like I said, I can spend hours on Canva. And then I have other work that I still have to do. And so that increases that workaholism. So for me, it was worth it to spend a few hundred dollars to have things I can use and reuse again and again in my business and have someone else in their zone of genius producing those. So from the small things like batching content to the big things like hiring a virtual assistant or a business manager, to actually taking time away from the computer, all of these add up to an overall strategy for breaking the habit of overworking and actually creating a burnout-proof business. So here's what I want to leave you with. What is one thing you can do right now to put your health at the center of your business and to step away from the workaholic tendencies if you identify with that? Can you commit to doing three things on your list or being less hard on yourself and even doing something loving for yourself instead? Can you get support to help you burn out proof your business? There's so many options. I'd love to hear from you if you have ideas around this as it is a constant work in progress for me. And I'm so curious how you, how this all lands with you. 
My email is paula at weaveyourbliss.com. I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a wonderful week and take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cosmic Business Podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review for us so other spirit-led entrepreneurs can find out about us. I want to thank Team Podcast for production support on this podcast, as well as the musicians of the music that we're listening to now, Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantu Ledesma from an album Fragments of a Season, which you can check out wherever you listen to music. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to connecting with you on a future episode. Mm-hmm.